Welcome to the Isekai Pod. My name is Matt, and I am Isekai Trash. I love it so much, I watch everyone I can, and very, very rarely do I not completely love them. So come along, let me share my overflowing love for the fantastic, the wonderful, the truly impossible Isekai genre. Ari Furetta, from commonplace to world's strongest. In Japanese, Ari Furetta Shokugyo de Sekai Saikyo. This was my favorite anime from the summer 2019 season. Every week when it came out, I was ready. I was I was excited to de- to, to to watch it. Uh, I watch my anime at the gym. That's you know that way I can get my workouts in. But um, I, I just I am so excited every time. Anyway, it's uh, White Fox and Azraid, uh, Funimation over here, uh, 13 episodes, July 8th, 2019 to October 7th, 2019. Apparently there will be two OVAs. They don't look like they, you know, continue the story, but whatever. The source material is a light novel by Ryo Shirakome. Uh, and this this show, like 13 episodes, like I said, it's very short, and it's so good. I have put the, the light novels on my wish list to really do want to get around to, to obtaining them and reading them because apparently I read some online chatter as well and apparently it gets way rougher in the books and it's just, you know, oof, we go deep. So anyway, now this one, I have gotten to the point where I read synopsis before I start the anime season because I got to know what I've got time for. There's a ton of anime every season, like I say. So um, there's, there's something for everyone and I got I got to know something's got to grip me ahead of time. Now, obviously, at this point, I'm going to watch all isekais. I'll watch that stupid mass wrestler one. I'll do it. You know, I could got to review it, so whatever. But this one, you need to read the synopsis because it drops you right in. It's insane. So, uh, high schooler Hajime Nagumo is bu- bullied by his classmate for his relationship with the class idol Kaori. When he and the rest of his class are transported to a fantasy world, all of his classmates get powerful magical abilities, while Hajime only gains the ability to transmute solid materials, a common ability usually found in craftsmen and smiths. During a dungeon raid, he is betrayed by one of his classmates and dropped to the bottom of the dungeon. He survives the fall and creates weapons to escape the dungeon and become stronger. On his journey, he meets with the imprisoned vampire Yue, and later is joined by the bunny-eared Shea, the dragonoid Tio, and others. I mean, others is like at the very end one more, but I mean, I assume he's going to get a whole group of peeps to come with him at some point. I don't know. So anyway, the story. For real, read the synopsis ahead of time. I'm glad I did because you just get dropped right on into the main action in episode one. And if you hadn't read about what this does, what the story was, you'd be super confused. It's a real bad job by the by the animators and us by the you know production studio. I mean, maybe that's how the book starts. Drop your right in, not explain anything, which would also be a bad idea. I mean, you need you need a little bit. Okay, we're, we're going to get there. Anyway, Hajime is thrown into the abyss of the Orcus Labyrinth, where he encounters some crazy strong monsters. A bear monster tears off his arm, and he escapes into a hole where he happens upon a near-limitless supply of holy water being produced by a magic stone, which helps seal his arm up and stop the bleeding. He goes ahead and starts storing this awesome stuff up because he, you know, he's been reading the books and the libraries there in this world. I mean, you find out that later. He's been diligently researching and stuff. He hasn't just gone into these labyrinths with his crappy skills that he has while everybody else has super magic. He's been reading, studying. So he knows that this stuff is rare. It's super powerful. And he's like, I'm going to get into some of this. Anyway, 
we get some flashbacks, finally, to explain how he got in this situation. So basically, Jell's classmate took advantage of a situation where everyone was fighting a behemoth to send a magic attack Hajime's way, sending him over the edge and down into the abyss. His classmates can't go after him because it is too dangerous. I mean, they're barely defeating this behemoth. Um, so backstory of why they are there. Uh, they've been summoned to this world by the inhabitants of this world, by this kingdom, to uh, explore these labyrinths, get to the bottom, obtain some magic, and uh, do some things. And so they're going to fight these demons and the monsters of this world. But they've been summoned for that. It's you know Anyway, back in the present, he's going mad from hunger and anger at being betrayed. So he starts hunting the monster wolves with traps and stuff. I mean, he, he's really hungry. Uh, he wants to live and survive, but he's so hungry. So, so he eats the monsters, which changes his DNA and he gains their abilities, but it nearly kills him. I mean, it's changing his body. It's breaking him. Uh, he realizes, you know, this ain't good. The monsters don't taste good either. But he drinks that holy water and boom, baby, fixes him right up. And he's able to eat these monsters and then drink the holy water to, you know, fix whatever bad stuff's happening to him. And he gains their abilities, which is crazy. This is how he goes from commonplace to world's strongest. I mean, that's the title of the show. He then uses his transmutation uh, to make a gun and hunt the rabbit he saw. Basically, he takes his new strength and ventures down, down into the labyrinth, eating monsters and gaining their abilities until he comes upon a room where a girl is trapped in uh, some sort of magic contraption. So anyway, he rescues her, and uh, he names her Yue. He's like, what's your name? She's like, I've been betrayed. Uh, I'm over 300 years old. I was, I'm a vampire princess. I was betrayed by my uncle because he wanted to rule the vampires. Now they're all dead. So good job. Good job, uncle idiot. Um, and she's like, I don't need my old name. You give me a name. I'm with you now. You saved me. I've been down here for a long time. It's awful. So he's like, I'll call you Yue. Uh, It's uh, similar to the moon. I love it. She's like, that's my name now. Yue. Cool. I'm yours. Uh, so they carry on through the labyrinth looking for a way out. And they make it to the bottom and fight the boss monster. It's like crazy, like, four-headed dragon thing. It's insane. Uh, they win and they go to the final place. Uh, there, Hajime learns the secrets of this world and that the gods are actually kind of the bad guys and the people who made the labyrinths were fighting against them because of that. Um, he gains the ancient magic that lets him create artifacts and give them abilities or something. You know, he's like, cool. They spend two months down there. <laughs> they spend two months in that final floor, the room, after he's gained, you know, he's gained all the stuff because there's like tons of books and tons of materials. So he's like, let's read everything. Let's do everything we can down here. Let's gather all the materials. Let's make as many weapons as we can. And so they're like, all right. So they stay down there for two months, you know, powering up, <laughs> which is wild. But I mean, we flash forward two months. We you don't have to watch them power up for two months. It's good times. Anyway, they transport to the surface and meet the bunny girl, Shea, who's like waiting there for them because she's she begs Hajime to help her people because she's able to see future outcomes based on decisions. Like it's a, it's a minor magic thing she's got going on. Um, it's not super helpful, but she like has dreams and she's like, I saw you helping us. And he's like, I ain't into that. Um, he's like, nah, I'm good. Uh, but he does, though. He does help her because uh, is like, we, you know, let's let's do it. We'll need a guide to find this next place. And he's like, all right, fine. So what he does is he teaches her people to fend for themselves because they're, like, being attacked and stuff. And he's like, well, what, what are you... I'm not going to come save you. Like, let me teach you. Like, do some push-ups. Go hunt animals. You just got to live on your own in this world. So, like, they're all, like, weak bunny people and beast people. It's fun. But, like, by the, you know, by the end of the episode, they're all buff and violent like him. <laughs> Uh, Shea uh, shows Hajime around and joins his party. They go to the Great Ryzen Labyrinth and defeat the boss there. 
the next town they go to, the guildmaster there begs Hajime and crew to help get a noble's kid back who went out with some adventurers and they haven't returned. And then, and you know, he's good friends with the noble guy and he's like, I, I get your friend back. And he's heard about Hajime and his, you know, uh, OP-ness. Uh, so anyway, Hajime's like, nah, this is none of my business. Why would I help you? I don't, I'm like, get out of here, man. What are we even talking about? And the, the guildmaster's like, dude, anything. Come on, I, just, I need you to do, you're the only one. Those The adventurers he went out with were super strong. So, I mean, what are we even talking about? Najime's like, all right, fine, but you got to back me if ever I need backing. I want status plates for me and my crew, like as guild status plates. I want us to be like gold adventurers, whatever, you know. Let's go, champ. Anyway, he gets the guildmaster to be severely indebted to him. And, uh, you know, guildmaster's totally cool with that. He's like, whatever, dude, just go get the kid. I, whatever you want i hear you're super strong like just go do this thing i'll make you status plates you know i'll you know back you if anybody ever gives you trouble and he's like cool so they go off where they need to accomplish this and in a different town uh on the way they run into hajime's teacher who learns now that he's not dead because here he is he's got white hair now he's missing an eye and an arm you know he's got a new you know metal arm and a an eye patch there's a magic stone behind that eye patch we'll find that out later um She's like, oh, well, thank God, you're not dead. We thought you were dead. What the hell? Why didn't you come back? He's like, I got no use for you, my classmates, or this world, homie. Uh, all the nonsense I've been through. Do you know how hard it was down there? Bippity-boppity. Anyway, his teacher, Akio, uh, he's kind of mean now, but anyway, his teacher, her name's Akio, and a few other classmates insist on coming with him to help him in his mission to go find this boy. They go, they find the boy, but they're attacked by a huge dragon, uh, which, um... Hajime violates in the most hilarious but also wild way possible. It's wild. You gotta watch it. It's ridiculous. Uh, we learn that the dragon is actually a dragonborn named Tio who has a human form. And she's a major masochist pervert. It's insane. So anyway, she joins the party. Hajime then has to protect the town from a huge invasion force, which he does with Yue, Shea, and Tio's help. Uh, one of his classmates ends up being the person controlling the horde. He's been tempted by, I don't know, demons. They're like, we know you're powerful. And this kid was just like, I want people to recognize me. You know, high schoolers. Um, anyway, Hajime ends up killing him. Hajime, sorry. Hajime ends up killing him. Just wild. And it upsets their teacher. I mean, he was dying anyway. It's sort of a whole thing. He doesn't do it out of, like, malice, but he makes it seem like it was out of malice just because he's trying to spare his teacher's feelings. Anyway, Hajime and crew depart, and uh, they end up in a city where they kind of just chill for a while until they come across a little mermaid girl who needs help. She's like... She's like, she's been like taken out of the sea and now she's being sold into slavery. Um, anyway, they help her and then eventually crush the slave traders in the city. Like, they're just like, this is, you know, this is nonsense. We're going to just crush these dudes real quick. And a uh, little mermaid girl, Miu, joins the party. Now he's got a little mermaid girl. Nice. I mean, she, you know, she's super cute and she's like, she calls him Papa. It's fun. She's, she's a little girl. She's a little mermaid. So, you know, let's, let's get some more crazy beasts on, on our side. It's going to be great. Uh, Hajime is summoned because it's cla uh, Hajime is summoned to another guildmaster, and he's like, and they're in the Orcus Labyrinth town, and he's like, uh, classmates are trapped. Or no, like he goes to meet the guildmaster, and he's like hanging out with him. He's like, I was at this other guildmaster. It's all good. Um, here, I'm. Uh, I'm going to do some quests and stuff. I'm going to do some stuff, and then this one of his classmates bursts in, is like, help, help, help. Uh, uh, you know, our classmates are trapped down there, and he's like, wait, aren't you Hajime? And he's like, yeah, I'm. You know, what? And uh. Dude's like, uh, okay. And the guildmaster's like, uh, I've heard of your exploits. You defeated an entire invading army by basically by yourself. Can you go help your classmates? Uh, they're being attacked by demons. That's not good. And Hajime's like, not my problem. But then he goes anyway. Uh, it's pretty great. 
they're about to be totally smoked when he basically chucks a huge metal spear down from above and like just rides it down through the various levels and it impales the thing that was about to murder a couple of his classmates, ones that he actually likes. Um, he shows up all heroically and stuff. It is a wild. I was so excited when it happened. It's great. Dude, he defeats the demon like it ain't no thing. And uh, after his classmates struggled so much with it that they had given up being able to defeat it. They had just, they're like, this thing's going to kill us. Let's hope we can stall and uh, defend for enough time for our classmate to go and get help for us. So anyway, they get out. And Kaori, the girl who was in good, who he was he was in good with that made the other classmate jealous enough to try and kill him. She confesses her love for him. And he's like, oh, uh, I got UA now. She's my lover, uh, you know, 300-year-old vampire, <laughs> super cool. Looks like she's 10, I don't know. Um, and Kaori is like, whoa, what? <laughs> Everyone likes me, but she's like, you know what? I'm not going to give up. I'm going to come with you. And Hajime looks at Yui, and Yui's like, that's fine. Uh, competition's always fun. I'm the best, so, I mean, she's welcome to try. <laughs> that's like Yui's always her... It's always her mo. Like Shea wants wants Hajime, and and Yue's like, that's fine. You can try. I mean, I'm I'm awesome. What do you? If you think you can do better, then I want I want Hajime to be happy. It's super nice and also wild. There's like no conflict between the love triangles. It's great, and that's that's where we end. So apparently, there's going to be a couple of OVAs coming out in the next few months. Uh, they don't look like they will be part of the the main story. So um, I'll still try to find them and watch them if I can. Uh, but it's super interesting. I mean, it's, you know, he's he's just going to go conquer all these labyrinths, gain the ancient magic, get targeted by the gods. It should be fun because he's just awesome. And then the demons are also out, and they're, like, going to come at him at some point. But he's not really, you know, he hates this world because he's betrayed. He's sort of got that whole anger thing going on, that betrayal, that that rage, that, you know, I'm mad uh, thing going on, kind of like Rising the Shield Hero and others. But, you know, also, he's kind of indifferent, but he's not, like, evil. So, like, I'm sure when the demons show up and they're like, dude, what do you keep killing us for? Like, we want to kill the gods, too. And he's like, I don't want to kill the gods. I want to go home. The gods are welcome to destroy this world for all I care. You know, if if they leave me alone, I'll leave them alone. I'll go get all the ancient magic and then just leave with my peeps that I've gained. You know, UA and Shea. We'll just all go back to my world and uh, you guys can figure it out here because it's none of my business. You assholes, you know summoned me here and I got into some stuff you know how hard it was down in that labyrinth I lost my freaking arm one of my freaking eyes I had to eat monsters they taste disgusting I've been betrayed you know what over it y'all can y'all can figure it out for yourselves so that's kind of his attitude and I love it so I hope to be able to read it and figure it out some more anyway let's see you next time Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Isekai Pod. I hope you enjoyed it. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Isekai Pod. Find us online at isekaipod.com. And subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. You'll hear from me again real soon. Unless you get trapped in a parallel world. Sayonara. Sayonara.